Hello friends, welcome to the episode 9 of this podcast series MRCOG Briefing Verbatim Account by me. Today I'll be talking about MRCOG Part 3 study material which would include revision books, useful courses and a few study techniques. I would definitely recommend going through the Part 3 MRCOG, Your Essential Revision Guide by Lisa Jowles and Edmund Nail. The scenarios in this book are quite good and they reflect very well on the actual exam pattern. It kind of covers all the modules and also give information about how the various tasks are used in the test to cover different domains. You could find a few more practice books on the online platforms. One of the other book which I found useful, especially because it had a variety of case scenario, is the OSCE for MRCOG Part 2, a self-assessment guide by Tony Hollingworth. It will be a good idea to pick up the scenarios and practice stations with your study buddies or study partners or if you're doing yourself. And then taking those scenario, scenarios and following the new part three exam scheme, you could actually practice them more efficiently. I would say you could possibly also use your imagination, make a few changes in the station and practice. And the idea is try and cover all the modules and various different topics which you could possibly think could present as a station. Medgaini.com by Dr. Dr. Tanushri Rao also provides a good information on preparation advice. As far as the courses for MRCOG Part 3 is concerned, again, there are quite a few courses, both online and face-to-face. Uh, things might have changed based on the COVID situation and you would find more online-based courses now. I would say at least doing two courses before the exam will be a good idea. Preferably one close to the exam as it would be sort of a simulation just before the exam and you'll be with full preparation. And if you could have one a bit earlier, something like a taster course, it's more relevant if you are sitting your part three exam for the first time. If you've sat the exams before, then I believe you are already aware what to expect. Well, it's best to practice with a study partner. And I would say it's a good idea to have at least two or more people as study partners. So like in my case, I had like two or three groups. One of the group was with one of the courses that I attended, an online course, BMRCOG by Dr. Asma Naki. So I made a few study buddies and practiced with them. And there was one other group, which was my workplace buddies who were also sitting the exam. So even we used to do a different session. So the idea is if you have more people, then you get more opinion and you have people to give you much more critical comments about what are the areas that they think needs improvement. And there'll be different sources of feedback that you'll be having. Remember, for you, the focus should be self-improvement. And it's sometimes very important to find the right person or partner 
who gives you an honest feedback and actually could tell you what are the areas you need to work on. Uh, sometimes it's also useful to practice, especially stations like Breaking Bad News, where you need more of empathy and um, communication skills. Uh, to practice with lay layperson like any family or a friend who is not from medical background because they would be like role players who would be sort of giving you an honest feedback and how on how they felt and as i said in my previous episode that there are four stations which would have lay examiners which most likely would be a simulated patient task where you have a role player and they're mainly looking for your communication skills and obviously patient safety. Well, when I started my preparation for part three exam, I was just by myself initially. And so I used to start pre preparing by voice recording as I practice stations. And then I used to listen to them and I, I would say one can be even own critics in a very good way. But later, I sort of, as I did courses, I had a few study buddies and I used to practice with them. So I would say if you are by yourself right now or if you don't really have a study partner, but so that that's okay. You could start by doing your own practice sessions, recording your sessions, try to time that recording and then take a break and listen back and sort of give yourself a feedback. It's also good to look in the mirror when you're practicing because it tells you a lot about your facial reaction, your body language and the various other non-verbal cues which is also quite important uh, for empathy and especially in the communication stations. RCOG also runs a part three course and it is highly recommended by me. The reason being obviously first it's run by the college itself. It It's the closest simulation that you can have to an actual exam. Sometimes it might just be at the same venue so you would be a bit more comfortable when you go on the exam day. And it, it's quite a good course. You get really good feedback. Uh, well other useful things are that you could as I said practice in a few different groups. Well, if you're in a group, you could actually divide the courses amongst yourselves because there are a lot of courses and there are a lot of new courses being added up nowadays, online courses. It might be quite difficult to pick on which course you want to do. Obviously, it would be based on where if whether you can travel where you're based whether you have time available and the finances but if you're in a good group of three or four people then you could divide amongst yourself so i would say one of the courses you would do would most likely be the rcog course even if you missed on it because you don't get seed it's got limited sort of um, seats then you could do other courses and then all of you could come back and sort of have a discussion about what were the stations, maybe practice again. And with that, you would basically get an idea of lots of different scenarios. So 
a few courses to name are Forest course by Whips Cross, Birmingham course, this BMRCOG online course which I previously mentioned, the MRCOG TMG group and a course by Dr. Mustafa. There's Royal London course which I did. It was a quite extensive course and pretty close to the exam and I found it very useful. There's a lot of stations. Then every deanery might conduct its own course. Uh, well, I am aware of the London Deanery, which conducts course with the London trainees and KSS. Sometimes if you are doing clinical attachment or are you working in a particular trust, you might be able to access these courses, which are again quite useful. So as I said, it's an endless list and there's, there's a lot new courses available nowadays. There are also international courses like for people in India, I think the AICCRCOG run courses in different zones. I'm aware of North Zone, which I personally attended. Then Ms. Neela Mukhopadhyay, uh, she comes into a course for part two and part three. Well, the, the bottom line is have an efficient study group. Be your own critic. Understand what are your areas of improvement. Be very open. Practice and practice and time yourself when you practice. Try to cover all modules. Even if you don't have scenarios as I said, create more scenarios with your imagination. Talking out loud, working on your communication skill is very essential. Working on non-verbal cues like body language, use of hands, facial expression, mannerism, all that's quite useful. But someone I remember said to me, it's to get your act together before the exam. And it's the same thing I would just say back to you. Well, one of the things which I always mention is always have a backup plan. So practice something like if you get a station and you really don't know anything about that station, what would you do in that case? So I would say you could still show empathy, involve your senior colleagues, which would show communication with colleagues. You could always say, I would refer back, think about patient safety, not sort of guessing or making a plan, but just telling that I'll check with my senior colleagues, come back and being honest. But that might still score you a bit rather than just sort of trying to beat around the bush and say something which might not be the correct thing. So also practice this sort of scenario where you might just come up with things which you absolutely have no clue about. And then what would you do in that situation? On this note, I finished this episode. Thank you. And I would come back with another exam day mantra for MRCOG part three in our next episode.